The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. Live in the virtual hangar of our minds, we are those guys with ships, and this is episode number 159 of the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast. Today is June 19th, 2947, and remember, it's always good to have a penis in uniform in the room. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? Uh, Gleep, you're going to be very proud of the fact that both Ace and I clicked on that link and figured out that those were references to some character in Expanse. Wow. Mostly because I wasn't sure about the uh, the lewdness of the statement in question. Ace, I was like, Ace took uh, Ace took umbrage with the statement. I'm like, what? what? I I don't I even like, know. Th- I don't even know what he's talking about. And I agree. What is I was, lewd? I was like, what uh, is lewd did- about that? Uh, uh, there is. I mean, I don't know how. I don't know what our age demographic for this podcast is. Probably pretty old. Now that I think about it, I mean, as, it is. Star Citizen is probably going to be a fairly mature game. When I think about it, as as a general hmm. rule, uh, it is always good to have a penis in uniform. Um, and I and I don't watch The Expanse, so <laughs> not yet. Anyway. Oh, what is happening? I know. Like we're actually paying attention today, and it's completely thrown off your game. No, I like it. It's, it's I'm frightened. Okay, <laughs> so production schedule report. Since the last time, uh, the dates have changed since uh, the last time we recorded. Uh, so the Evocati window is now June 21st uh, to July 5th. The general PTU, July 6th to July 20th. And live release is now scheduled to happen right about July 24th. Is anyone surprised? Are you triggered? Are you itchy? Nah. Um, yeah, no, A, I'm not surprised. Um, B, I am excited at the fact that it's still July. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, again, we've talked about this a million times. It is what it is. That's, you know, it, it shouldn't be a surprise that it got pushed out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I think so. Yeah, it's a, I doesn't, it doesn't feel like, oh my, oh my God, it's falling apart. You know, uh, no chicken little here. But um, and so no, yeah, they're just, I, they're just not. It's not ready. It's not fully baked yet. That's all. Right. You know, it's kind and, of doughy uh, and, this, and lukewarm. Not very, not very palatable. You're kind of doughy, lukewarm. Mark would have said that if he was here. It's true. Yeah. He would have. Yeah. That that offends me deeply. Mm. Not, and now I feel an overwhelming desire to go work out more. I was going to say, are you, are you offended because it's true? Drop and give me twenty. It's, it, it it hurts more because there's a grain of truth. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> fair. fair. I hate that. Hate that. Hate that. Um, and then we got a weekly newsletter, and this is all, of course, dated on uh, June 16th, so last Friday. And uh, Citizen Con tickets, twenty nine forty seven. The tickets have gone on sale for Frankfurt, Germany. They are will be on sale soon. Uh, Friday, October twenty seventh is the day, which is different from previously le- previous years uh, when it was always on the tenth of the month. Yes, 
Yes. Who's going to Germany? Nope. Who's going? Anybody going? <laughs> no. I'm not going. Yeah, you, I, you know, uh, uh, California was enough of a, 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 a trek and a hassle to arrange. Germany feels a little bit far for that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but- uh, the Germans make some fantastic pastries, and they're very efficient with their machinery, but I don't think I can make that trip. So you've pretty much summed up Germany as pastries and machinery. I know, right? Wow. So deeply offensive. What's so lewd about penis? You're still on that? I, yeah, you kind of yeah. hung up on that? I no. mean, I mean, I, I, no. I see your point, yeah. and I agree with you. I see there's, there's nothing wrong with, with uh, the discussion of, of anybody's genitalia. No, I, I just, I'm lewd. Lewd is a word, and it means things. Well, Ace has a delicate sensibility. You know this. <laughs> Take am, a bromo, Ace. I am. All um, right. <laughs> we have a Jean Knox space bike with LTI concept sale and potluck happening this Friday, the 23rd. It's only $40. Anybody interested? Ace, we know you don't care. So, But Jimmy, Jimmy it's a space bike. Born you to be know, wild. I honestly don't take offense because that's actually pretty spot on. Um, okay, so A, I have, I have no idea what this space bike looks like. Yes, I am interested, but I already have like four space bikes. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I have a dragonfly already. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, it's going to have to be pretty spectacular for me to be interested in potentially melting um, a dragonfly and picking one of those up. Um, I have, with my uh, caterpillar package, uh, two dragonflies. And then mm-hmm. I, I picked up two more. I wanted a black one, and then I wanted the other three to be yellow so that, like, you know, I could be the biker leader because, you know, I'm kind of vain <laughs> you're like, like the that. Bo- you're like the uh, the boss unit who's just slightly <laughs> right, exactly. colored differently from the rest exactly. of the Exactly. No, no, I get the black one. You guys get the yellow ones. Um, you are the lazy developer. You're like, eh, just color that one black. It'll stand out more. It's true. Um, Please. But, um, you know, it depends. It depends on what it looks like. Uh, I mean, because the thing is, a bike's a bike's a bike's a bike, and I'm sure they're going to have two or three other space bikes down the road. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, the question really becomes, will this bike be cool enough for me to want to melt my Dragonfly and pick it up? So, I don't know. To be seen. Yeah, I feel like... Um, I'm... Go I was going to say, it feels like, Gleep, that uh, you would just melt everything and end up with 40 of these. And I then, like that and he doesn't, imme- so. like that he doesn't get, immediately deny it. Well, no, and it's great. And then you can get like 40 NPCs and they could be like sled dogs. <laughs> yeah, my own, my own private identity. And, and it wouldn't surprise me in the least if I was out in the middle of, of nowhere in, uh, you know, in my Herald and I looked out my window and I saw Gleep go by with a, a, a sled dog train of NPCs Everyone on uh, Dragonflies and him just waving at me as he goes by. Wouldn't surprise me. Cracking a sil- long, long whip. Yeah, oatmeal. Sil- silhouetted oatmeal. by the... No, wait. Mush. Mush. Silhouetted mm-hmm. by the moon. Ho, ho, ho. Merry yep. Christmas to all. Wouldn't surprise me in the least. Follow me on Google Maps. Um, well, as I will have said on the next show, this one is a definite maybe for me. Uh, eh, not if if it feels any kind of right for my endeavor, uh, it might be worth picking up one or four because um, I already have dragonflies for my full steam space machine caterpillar. So I think it's, having having a small vehicle like that 
uh, you know, just as a runabout sort of thing, especially when you're um, when you arrive in a larger vehicle, I think can be useful in any number of ways. So, oh, and yeah. I, I haven't I haven't bought anything. I haven't put any money into the game apart from subscriptions for, gosh, probably six months or so now. So it seems so strange to hear about from you. 40, 40, 40 bucks. You know, I, I think I can. Uh, I think I can cough that up if, if it's interesting. If it's interesting, I mean, if it's thematically consistent with. Uh, um, how I see myself in the game at this point, which I know, of course, changes from minute to minute. But, <laughs> so um, I, say, well, I think it perhaps it, it, it may behoove us more to understand what you aren't than what you are in game. Yes, yes. So if um, as long as it isn't that, then there's a chance I might pick uh, one or two up. So we shall see. But yeah, I know Mark was saying earlier uh, in the show we recorded next week that uh, he had seen pictures of it, uh, but he couldn't find the link. So um, uh, pictures or it didn't happen. So I don't believe it's actually... Um, well, I was going to say, I did a search and I couldn't find any pictures. Yeah. So it's coming out Friday. We know it's Friday. But, you know, folks had been saying that we were going to get the Origin 600i. Was they were That was the rumored to be next concept sale. So that, that apparently is not true because we're having this instead. So... We shall see, because without the CCU um, upgrade thing, um, this you know people are not going to be buying these as LTI tokens, or I think they're going to be disincentivized for doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know how that whole thing works now. I don't really care. But um, um, anyway, if if the bike is interesting, maybe I'll get one. Um, if not, maybe I won't. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, all of all of these ships and all of these vehicles are going to be available in game. And to your point earlier, you're absolutely right. You know, for if you're traveling around in a larger ship uh, that can support something like a something like a bike, you're going to want to have one on board whatever ship that you're on because when you land planet side uh, or if you land on a a larger space station, you you may need to be able to get around quickly. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't think my, uh, I have my Caterpillar and my Endeavor. I don't think my Endeavor can actually land planet side or if it can, Mm. only in very specific um, situations. Um, uh, Caterpillar, I'm pretty sure, will be able to, but uh, uh, like I said, I got the dragonflies for that. So, eh, we'll see. I don't know. It's, I think it's a, it's an interesting idea. It, it doesn't feel like a classification which is oversaturated. Right. You know, it, it feels, I mean, if, if they were to concept uh, uh, another, you know, small fighter. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm, we'd all be like, okay, really? Okay. No, I'm gonna, yeah. Um, so, but I think, you know, the, uh, the personal, um, the personal uh, uh, spacecraft, um, uh, sort of the skidoo equivalent of uh, of uh, the motorcycle might be kind of an interesting thing. So, Make we'll sure see. you're wearing your life jacket. I always do because I can't swim. And speaking of drowning, alternative funding ideas. Now, this is something we've had in the notes for a while, but we just never got to it. So uh, I put it at the top of the show this time just so that we can make sure that we get through it. And of course, whenever discussing alternative funding ideas, you got to have the newlywed game, right? Sure. Because you know, guys, someday the magic that is all this. I see. I couldn't remember it. It's not. It's a. I'm, I'm doing kind of a kind of an approximation of it, but keep, but keep going. It's so the lab boat. Music. There you go. Different, it is not the lab I may have blown out my waveform. Someday, the magic that is all this waiting for Star Citizen's release will be over, and when that happens, the game will still need to be funded so that our dream realized can persist. Because, of course, there's no persistence in PU without the cha-ching, so let's discuss how that might happen. 
How would we like that to happen? And specifically, what we think Mad Cow Mark thinks will happen. Yes, come along now, along with me upon a journey into tomorrow, a quest, if you will. Come now and answer me these questions three, ere the other side you see. It must be a kingdom wow. of these things. You see the, got the holy grail, mm-hmm. the, the, the guy there. Yeah. That's quite question. an intro, quite an intro. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> so, unbeknownst to you, your lovely counterpart in this game has been sequestered in a soundproof booth just off stage here in our virtual hangar. That's right. Mark is just outside and was until just moments ago busily thinking up how you will answer the forthcoming questions. Jimmy DeCow made up a bunch of stuff he thinks you would say. Now it's your turn to get even. Ace, Mark's channeling of answers from you from and for you, was truly inspired. I suggest you move with speed and precision, getting quickly, drop your load, and then fly like the wind for home. But first, Johnny, tell them what they'll win. The winner will receive an all-expenses-paid cruise through the Panama Canal for myself and Mrs. Gleep. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. Wow. Ladies, full disclosure, this contest is rigged, and my mother-in-law has already won. Okay. I'm floored. Now, now, uh, I, I, I got, I got <laughs> lost there. So I kept um, up am, with most of it. Am I supposed to be telling you what I think Mark would yes. expect, or am I supposed to tell you what I actually think would be a Jimmy, alternative Jimmy, funding idea? Let me remind you, this is TGWS. We do not answer with informative or well thought out decisions. We, we come up Fair. with wacky, unusual things. Fair. Okay. Exactly. Okay. So who's going first? Myself or Ace? You. You will. I have a 10 foot pole. Okay. Okay. So you will answer how you think Mark will answer. And then, of course, you will share with us how you think, what you think, how your actual answer to the question. And then we will compare that to Mark's answer as you, which will be recorded just moments ago next week. Wow. Okay. Overly complicated. Give, give, me, sure, give me a second here to get in the character. And then Ace, all of that that I just said, except replace your name for Jimmy. No, uh, so now I'm answering what I think Jimmy would say that would think what Mark would say? No, you get to say what you <laughs> think Mark would say. Okay, so, so just be clear, it's not because what I think Because he certainly had opinions about what you would say. Oh, I'm sure he did. Or he will next week when we record this a couple hours ago. In the future. Uh, yeah, so uh, this is Mark, uh, Mad Cow. Uh, I would have to say that um, it would most likely be funded by uh, Funyuns. Uh, perhaps a large array of Funyuns packaged differently uh, in the shapes of starships. So you would have a Funyun package that would look like the Herald. You'd have a much larger Funyun package that would maybe look like the Caterpillar. And uh, people would uh, go ahead and uh, buy these Funyun packages, and they would be delivered to your door within a reasonable amount of time, of course, and uh, you would, of course, eat these Funyuns, love these Funyuns, have an empty bag left over that's the shape of a Herald or a Caterpillar or any number of ships, and want to order more Funyuns again. Excellent! I am Excellent! That's that the was, spirit! That was impressive. I, I, I for a moment, I, I believed I was listening to Mark. I am, I don't know how I can top that. Well, actually, why don't you wait for the question? <laughs> that would be a good way to start. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, as, a, as an opening act, that was excellent, Mr. Kroger. Indeed. Inspired. Thanks. All right, so the first of the three questions is, I said it would be, it actually is, 
Do you think it is a good idea to keep the current funding model in place post-launch for Star Citizen? Am I answering as Mark now? Yes, and then you will answer. I don't know. I feel like he just like I, I'm just like I'm just gonna throw my cards and be like walk away. That's just I'm I'm the the your impression of Mark moved me truly. <laughs> okay, well, give me a second here. Get back in character. Yep. Uh, this is uh, Mark, uh, Mad Cow, and uh, I would say that uh, continuing the current model would be fine, in my opinion, because you'll be able to earn the ship in-game, or you'll be able to earn the ship out-of-game. But in the long term, will people keep buying ships? I don't know. I'm just I'm just asking the question. <laughs> I just... Very good. Now, Jimmy, what do you think? Do you think it's a good idea to keep the current funding model in place post-launch? Um, I think that the ships should go away, and I think that they will actually... I think that they will, and I think that they will replace it with, for example, um, we're talking about uh, the uh, about 2.0... Uh, the, um, I'm sorry, the uh, 2.0 item system well, coming actually, out? Well, actually, let, let me interrupt you there for just a second. We're, we're going to get to a question where we talk about what would be a better model, but um, uh, it, as far as the current funding uh, scheme that they have in place, um, do you, if you think it's a bad idea, why would you think that it's a bad idea or why they would change it? I don't think ship purchase is sustainable. Okay. What, why, why is that? I think um, the biggest reason why is because people, um, for the cost of the ships, I think that you're you're not going to be able to build, um, you're not going to be able to build something sustainable from people buying ships. I think that you're going to have income that comes in from that, but I don't think that you can make a uh, build any any level of stability. Like you know, for example, a monthly subscription provides a steady, reliable income. Um, if you're the ships, I'm not necessarily sure, especially the price tag on some of them, uh, that people are going to continue to want to purchase them once the game goes live and you can get them in game. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I feel like there's probably a cap on that at some point. Okay, you have to answer as Mark first, Ace. I, I'm just I, at the moment. I'm just chiming in as myself because Jimmy's at the moment. Jimmy is himself. This uh, you, you got legalese in your disclosure. I'll, I, I can play that game. God, this is like um, this is like a master's acting class. I have to bounce back and forth between myself and Mark. <laughs> um, well, so I'll, I'll make a point of, of addressing you directly, uh, Jimmy. Uh, I uh, I agree with your idea. Um, I don't think there is a. I think there is a cap. Eventually, at some point, you reach a point where, if 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 the ships are for purchase, especially if all of the ships are still for purchase, then. Um, and the game is out, then a large part of the reason for playing for some people will not exist. Because a lot of people have made a point of buying ships um, and working their way up, as it were, to something else. Um, as for your idea, Mark, I think Funyuns are an inspired idea. I think it's wildly audacious, but I think it might just might work. It was an Can answer to a different question. I got it. You know, I got it. I got they're, they're both Stay here. on script, Mark <laughs> Ace. Ace Mark. Listen, everybody loves Funyuns, okay? I don't care who you are. See? See? I just I think it's a, a audaciously uh, challenging but tasty idea. Uh, okay, now what's, do the next, I'm, what's the next now question? Now, do you want me to respond to this question? <laughs> you're, you're, nev- you're never going to get to the live show. Never. <laughs> Studio audience will not be seeing you, sir. So he should answer as Mark now, right? <laughs> yeah, am I supposed to now answer as Mark? 
out of curiosity, did you answer as Mark or as as Jimmy and Ace as well, Gleep, when you did this? Or no, I wrote host. the questions. He's, oh, he's, he's the just guy, the arbiter. He's the guy holding I see. The, the, the tall, the really, microphone. Really skinny microphone. That's not to say that what uh, you know, uh, Jimmy Fallon didn't occasionally drop in, or or better yet, Carson didn't drop in any impersonations every now and then. Are you from Earth? What I can't make a late night reference. <laughs> no, please continue. Uh, so um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking the uh, the 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 model is not uh, sustainable. I think maybe uh, maybe we should look at. Um, uh, looking at, at some something like a mixed model somewhere where you uh, you buy like your first package maybe like 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 a starter idea and then you you work your way from up from there maybe maybe some uh, in-game transactions like uh, Guild Wars or something similar like that that I think that would uh, that'd be a good idea you know I agree with you very much Mark I think that's, that's fantastic but uh, I I don't know if that's feasible I don't know how how Star Citizen fans would go over with an in-game shop well I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, if it's moderately priced and uh, the uh, uh, the goods are not in any way sort of advantageous in my work, well, that's not a bad idea. I, 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 you know, cosmetic items are a great idea. I don't know how many ship skins you could get or something like that, but uh, worth a try. Well, what about, uh, you know, like a small cargo or like a boost? Is that uh, too much? Well, I don't know. Um, that seems... Maybe fair for balancing purposes. I'd be concerned about something like that being used in combat. Uh, but but money is money, and some people would buy something like that. It's it's a possibility. Well, uh, thank you for your input, Ace. Wow. <laughs> and scene. And scene. That was impressive, Ace. Okay. I, yes. I will let you know that I was literally shifting stances in my chair back and forth and sort of like put myself in one and then the other. So it's method acting. Just had to commit to it. <laughs> well, um, relative to the idea of keeping the current funding model in place, I think um, it's it's kind of um, what concerns me about that is uh, the more to- the more or less money than time funding philosophy beyond launch. Uh, I'm concerned that we might end up with a game which is completely dominated by. Uh, a few orgs that have most of the big ships. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, I think in EVE it has worked. I mean, they've been around since 2003. I mean, I think there are other aspects of EVE which we hope don't necessarily uh, happen in our um, in our universe, in the Star Citizen universe. But um, as far as persisting and as, as, as far as um, uh, there being a, um, uh, a social dynamic which draws people... Um, I, I think it's hard to argue that they haven't been successful. I mean, the quality of of the um, of that social dynamic aside. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it's having. Uh, I, I I like. I think that they're that CIG is committed to the idea of somehow allowing um, older people. You know, like um, not like you, Ace, but like Jimmy and I, who have. Uh, who um, have perhaps um, more disposable income than we have disposable time uh, a lot of the time. I uh, allowing you insinuating that I'm younger or older than you in that, with that statement. I think he's that's insinuating that... insulting either way. I think he's insinuating that you're poorer. Ah, well, that's also <laughs> vaguely insulting. Bravo. Penis. 
Um, oh, delicate sensibilities. <laughs> um, so I, I think that they have said that that is something that they want to. Um, they've talked about it in the past. I, I don't know. Um, you know, it, I don't think it's necessarily fair to say that they are committed to supporting uh, having that kind of, of, of uh, appeal uh, uh, in the the finished product. I think that you know that's a. At that, at the point that they were talking about that, it was something that occurred to them as possibly, um, you know, as, as speaking to um, the folks that they were trying to um, attract to the game. Because I think you know, it's not a surprise that a lot of the people that are attracted to this project are attracted to it because of Chris Roberts, and they came to Chris Roberts because of the Wing Commander games and uh, other stuff that he's done in the past. So they, they necessarily are going to be folks that are 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 you know in their late 30s or 40s and um, you know probably have kids and uh, a job and you know other other commitments and uh, would love you know want to be able to uh, uh, sort of relive that cool thing that is that was video games back when they were you know um, uh, teenagers or you know in their early 20s um, but they don't have the time so you know, they but they they do have some. It's it's less of a, a thing for them to drop a hundred bucks on on the game than it is for somebody perhaps who's uh, you know a student living in the dorm. So um, I don't know. I don't know if it's. I don't know. It's sort of an open ended question. I don't know if if it would work or not because I don't think we've we've done this before. So um, or that this has been done necessarily in in the um, in the past such that we can uh, predict with any kind of confidence how it would work in the future. So I don't know. We'll see. All right, are you guys ready? Um, Mark, are you ready for uh, question the second? Oh, this is Mark. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> sure, uh, Which... I think I can do it. Uh, lay it on me. Oh, <laughs> Mark's in stereo. Wow, Mark, Mark, Mark has become a bongo drummer from Dobie Gillis. Um, <laughs> Which game, we might all know, Mark, um, has a funding plan which you think would be a really bad idea for Star Citizen post-launch? So, what game that we have probably heard of do you think, you know what, the way that they did that, I don't think that's a good idea, and this is the reason why. And then you well, Mark, do you want to go first, Mark. or shall I go first, Mark? Um, Mark, <laughs> why don't you go first, Mark? <laughs> All right, Mark. thanks for letting me. I'll, uh, I'll take a crack. Yeah, 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 no problem, buddy. No problem. Um, uh, uh, Gleepa, I'm not sure. Um, you know, uh, uh, you know, I, I, I like my, my RPGs. I like my immersion. Um, I don't know if, uh, World of Warcraft would be able to maybe work with this. It's possible. I, I don't know if the subscription model is what the CIG has been, uh, uh, pushing at this point. I think at this point the, the ship model works pretty well for them. But, uh, you know, we talked about before. Maybe, maybe that's not, uh, 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 a long-term solution. I'm saying um, maybe maybe something close. To, you know, as you said it before, maybe something closer to Guild Wars, like a little uh, cosmetics option that helps provide funding. Uh, you know, sort of uh, exchange your uh, uh, money for uh, sort of like a secondary currency for like credits or the like, like a special type of credits that you use specifically for. Uh, well, I mean, then Guild Wars they call it like a gem shop, but uh, you know, something like that. Marco, all right. Well, Mark, well, what do you Mark, think would be a really bad idea? Well, now, see, Mark, I think that uh, you know maybe perhaps a really bad idea would, uh, in fact, be the ability to uh, to purchase credits. I think that that would, really. Uh, I think okay. that that would tank the economy. Um, I feel, uh, you know, Mark, uh, 
Mad Cow, uh, this Mark, Mad Cow, is, is going to have to dis- respectfully, of course, disagree with you on this. Um, I think that uh, perhaps maybe, uh, you know, the, it would go against what uh, Chris Roberts uh, has suggested in, in maintaining some level of control over the economy. Now, I'm not going to disagree, Mad Cow, but, uh, but what about, uh, you know, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be directly involved with the in-game economy. I mean, you know... Have it uh, be sort of uh, separate, like a, a, a separate economy that's uh, just for, you know, funding the game. Sort of similar to what we have now with, uh, with the, the, the REC and, you know, UAC. Well, 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 Madco, I mean, I certainly don't want to disagree with such a handsome gentleman as yourself. But, oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> but, but, but I would have to say that, uh, as I mentioned, I think that it would, uh, it would cause, uh, cause havoc in the economy. I can I, I can see that. I mean, especially if there's some sort of bleed over. You know, there's the you know the the gold farmers. They're, they're a thing. They, you know, they're a thing. But uh, oh, nobody. Every nobody game likes has a gold farmer. Nobody likes a gold yeah, farmer at all. It's like a sausage farmer. I mean, who likes a sausage farmer? Well, I like no, a sausage no. Farmer. Well, you know, my you know my uncle's sausage farm. A great place. You can buy some sausage. But uh, but uh, you know that's that's not neither here nor there. That's uh, slash mark slash mad cow mad cow dot org. Ah, <laughs> so uh, so uh, Gleep, uh, what do you are we what do you, are we just going to do this whole thing as Mad Cow now? Is that is, that, I am is this all thoroughly Mark enjoying now? this bit? Okay. Um, so okay, so as Jimmy, um, I would have to agree with yes. Mark on this uh, particular point. Which um, one? <laughs> the uh, the point that uh, I do not think buying credits would be a good idea for the game. Um, not for the fact that Chris wants to exercise a certain level of control over the economy. Um, ship model? Mm-hmm. Possible. Um, are, are, have we gotten to the question about what we... No, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, so yeah, I do not think, like in EVE and other games, being able to purchase credits is a good idea. I think that would be a terrible idea. And in this case, I okay. agree 100% on that- with Mark. I'm if I disagree with you, and I have to agree with Mad Cow. Uh, mm, okay. Uh, I mean, really? No, I mean, I mean, okay. So, so as a veteran of Guild Wars, I will say that the 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 way that they work the economy is that it's separate from the um, the main economy that's in that game. Granted, I would point out that uh, Guild Wars does not involve any sort of trade as in the, in the same sense that Eve does, um, because it's much more structured and quest focused. Um, but right, at but the same extent, it, PvP doesn't involve cash shop items. Those items are uh, um, purely cosmetic. They are uh, uh, finishers for like moves. They're so animation based, sort of like like flourishes and the like. Um, none of it is supposed to or or is able to give you a boost in combat. Uh, when dealing with others. Right, but that goes away when you start selling credits. Like, you know, we'll get to the... I don't want to give up the ghost, so to speak, on what my thoughts are on what they could do. But the point being that is if you allow people to buy credits, that gives them the ability to purchase advantages in-game. They're, they're not buying vanity creatures or, or vanity items. They're putting that money towards weapons or putting that money towards... Um, ship customizations that give them the edge rather than going through the mission system and earning the credits to customize their ship. So I, I just, suppose I, I should I suppose I should clarify for both your as and Mark's edification. But oh, I, oh these, by all means, please do. Th- uh, these items <laughs> would would be items that you good. buy um, that are 
purely cosmetic. And more importantly, that there would be no cash to... I guess the big difference here is that in Guild Wars, there is a cash to gem uh, transfer rate, and, and the company does take uh, a, a portion of that whenever a transaction happens. Um, right, but I would think that in Star, Star Citizen, you would have those... That the whole of, of the but of the then you'd have two different credits. You'd have a credit that you could buy vanity items for, and a credit that you could buy actual in-game stuff for. That seems silly to me. And maybe, but if we're talking about a system to to support the game, not necessarily from a, an organizational system, but a system, just a system to support the game, it can be a revenue stream that doesn't directly affect how the game is played. I, I, myself, yeah, Guild, Guild, myself Guild Wars never the, seemed to me like it was the gem system never seemed like it was um, uh, inflationary I mean it, it no it, yeah it didn't it didn't seem I, I understand what you're saying Jimmy on your concern and I agree with right. this I think that it, it was that if you bought gems you were basically wanting to buy you know uh, shiny cosmetic things um, and it wasn't um, uh you weren't able to, and I could be I could be misremembering this, but I don't think that you were able to buy completely OP weapons because of gems. No, no, well, and you weren't. You could yeah. buy skins for a weapon. Let's say you wanted an old timey revolver to replace your your uh, gunslinger's pistol. You could have mm-hmm. that, but it didn't change the damage; it just changed the animation right. and the way it looked. Well, that's what I'm saying. Though. I think we're starting to dip into the um, third question. So let's get into the third question. Okay, well, um, so again, I'm having a hard time keeping track. So, did both the marks get to answer? <laughs> I think they did. They'll yes. probably answer. Okay, and what about you, other guys? We'll probably answer to, and pro- maybe even into a response to what they have to say. Yeah, the puppeteers. You, the, yes. you're, you're, you, you each sort of have your hand up the backside of Mark. Mm-hmm. That's uncomfortable. I think for everybody, probably involved, for him. Probably yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, uh, um, Mark, Mark Madcow here. I'm saying that uh, it's not uncomfortable. I'd say it's actually slightly relaxing. It's a pleasant fit. <laughs> All right, question the... Th- well, actually, um, uh, I guess I get to answer, too. Um, there, um, kind of the spectrum that I came up with in my mind uh, relative to this question was free-to-play versus subscription. And uh, I don't like the idea of free-to-play, and Guild Wars was not free-to-play. You had to actually buy the game. Um, uh because I think with no barrier to entry, uh, as you have with free-to-play, that we would be risking attracting um, a lot of people that have no skin in the game. So, yeah. you know, I think it would, it would incentivize people to grief. You know, it would incentivize... The cloud of auroras. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if they, they have... Um, especially if they are able to um, have a bunch of people uh, join uh, for zero cost and... Um, I think we were talking earlier a bit about Eve, and I know that one of the um, one of the tactics that one of the groups there in that game used was um, uh, recruiting complete noobs and giving them basically the equivalent of an aurora, and then just having them go out on these enormous kamikaze runs. Um, and that which some people, which is an interesting idea, and I suppose you could certainly write some some interesting lore to go along with that. It's like the equivalent uh, of the but, Red Army, at the defense of Stalingrad. You get a rifle. Here are the bullets. You follow. You follow. When he drops his rifle, you pick it up and you load your bullets in it. Right. Right. So, I mean, I think that I, I, I don't like that idea for those reasons. I'm sure that there are you know folks that would say. You know, no, they can make it work by doing this, um, by putting the button on this side of the page. That'll fix it. Um, but then, on the other hand, I think that the the, uh, the time 
the time for straight up subscription type models or schemes is pretty much dead. Um, I, it doesn't, I, and I don't think that it wouldn't work in that there's anything mechanically wrong with it, but I don't think that it is as appealing to folks. I think that, that people um, look at the idea of subscriptions differently now. It's like, when, Jimmy, when you and I started playing um, uh, Star Wars Galaxies, it was like, okay, how much does this cost me a month? 15 bucks a month? Cool. Okay, great. Here's my credit card. Right. Um, but now it's, um, I look differently. It's like, oh, you know what? How much am I actually going to play that game? You know, and and are there other options available to me that I'm likely to play as much um, or almost as much that you know I don't have to worry about maintaining yet another subscription? You know, so anyway, I mean, just my point being is I don't think I think that that neither of those are a very good idea, and uh, perhaps there um, there is a good solution somewhere in the middle. But let's go to the third question and see perhaps if that's true. So, which game, Marks, um, which game we might all know, do you think has the best post-launch funding model for Star Citizen? The one that you think would work the best. Well, uh, I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit here and just say Star Citizen. I, I'm, I'm going to, uh, Mad Cow, I'm, I'm going to agree with you. And, and again, restate what a handsome, handsome gentleman you are. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mad Cow. It's uh, very sweet of you. Oh, anytime, anytime, Mark, anytime. Okay, so the Marks are both saying that they think that we should stick with question one, that uh, that, that the current funding model in place is the best model to go forward with. Yeah, well, which I, I, think, I think if you go back to question one, I'm probably in, uh, my mad cow is probably in stark contrast with uh, the original question, but we're so far downstream, I don't even know anymore. Um, don't cross the streams. <laughs> Exactly. No, um, yes. Safety tip. My opinion is um, what I think we'll see happen is I agree, Gleep. I think that um, the subscription based uh, model, I think the subscription based model would work great if this game had come out five to ten years ago, but it's just not mm-hmm. a thing anyone's willing to pay for anymore. Um, right. I think that they may keep the subscribers going. And mm-hmm. offer That's the subscribers possible. perks and benefits that would uh, entice more people to join. So that you kind of have this hybrid where you are kind of getting a monthly subscription, but only from a select base of com- uh, community members. My only concern with that is that very quickly slips into like pay to pay to win territory. Well, no, no. Again, this goes back to what they're giving you. This goes flare. back to vanity hanger flare. flare, right? You, yeah, you get you okay. get yeah. you get ship skins. You get vanity. Basically, uh, like flare. a monthly, like uh, virtual monthly loot crate. Yeah, uh, and and what's what I, I feel that this kind of goes back to actually agreeing with Mark in that um, basically what they have now, but I think that they would tweak it. Uh, I think that if you talk, if you look at uh, the. Uh, the system that's coming down the road, uh, the item system 2.0, I think that you're going to see a lot, so much more modularity and so much more flexibility in what you can do with your ships, um, what you can do with your clothing, what you can do with your armor, that they'll have a store kind of like what they have right now, but it'll be far more expanded and it won't be things that are like it won't be guns, it won't be missiles, but it'll be ship skins, it'll be component skins, it'll be you know uh, dis- uh, uh, different armor styles. I think that you'll see a lot of um, skins and a lot of non-critical components that you'll be able to purchase. Rare band T-shirts, you know. So, like, some what are some of those bands that they had? Um, 
uh, the t-shirts for in the game. Like maybe you could get like a, a rare limited edition, you know, New Year's Eve show shirt for one of those bands. Right, exactly. There'll be it'll be a, a far more a far deeper vanity store um, right. that people will purchase. The other thing too is that you know you've got Squadron Forty Two, so mm-hmm. if Squad, Squadron Forty Two, if if Star Citizen proper is crowdfunded, right, mm-hmm. and Squadron Forty Two puts out a game every two years uh, then you know you charge $45 for Squadron 42 that is a huge influx of cash Um, you could also potentially charge for Star Citizen expansion packs Um, you know maybe after they get to you know 100 solar systems maybe the next one you have to pay to expand into uh, you know a deeper universe now what is a AAA title going for now Um, it's like 60 bucks right 60 bucks. I mean, if Squadron 42 comes out and is really good, I, I would think that subsequent titles, they could go ahead and sell them for 60 bucks a pop. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, which mm-hmm. right then and there, if if Star Citizen was built crowd as a crowd fund, then, you know, you have to obviously maintain your staff and you have to be able to pay them. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're able to consistently develop, uh, you know, additional Squadron 42 games for sale every couple of years, that mm-hmm. might help supplement keeping Star Citizen proper going. One big happy family. Yeah. Right. I, I think that we'll see a, a more fine-tuned version of what they're doing right now. Um, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe ships will still be for sale. Maybe they won't be. I don't know. Uh, you know, it's been they've been very successful to this point with their ability to sell ships, but they've also said that they don't want to do that when the game goes live. Okay, so you're, you're seeing packages and starter packages and uh, subscriptions and... Because uh, right now you can, you can buy um, a UEC uh, for cash, but it's, it's definitely capped. You can't right. buy unlimited. You can, you can buy small amounts, which you could argue, I think, uh, allows you to, um, to buy fuel for your ship, to buy some ammo for your guns mm-hmm. and um, you know, make your insurance payment. You know? Yeah, no, so. absolutely. So I, I think I think the current model that we see now will be tweaked and dialed in and balanced against what the game proper will be when it goes live. Okay, interesting idea. Ace? Or no, are you are you Mark Ace or are you Ma- No, I think Ace Mark. Ace, 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 Ace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. is Mark gone? I think Mark's I, gone. Yeah, Mark had stuff I think to Mark do. left the building. You know, he, 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 he said oh. he, he said his piece. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, um, I, uh, I, uh, I gotta go. It's uh, it's late. I uh, have to the, uh, got to take care Canada of the dogs. Bird. They're uh, you know acting up a little bit. Uh, I'll go see the missus. I'll see you, see you later. Take care, guys. Good night, Mark. Marks, plural. I really yeah. want to know what Mark's opinion of that when he sees that is when he hears that. Um. Well, you're not alone. Schoolgirl <laughs> delight. <laughs> exactly. So Ace, yes. What which game we might all know do you think has the best post-launch funding model for Star Citizen? Um um You know, I do sort of wonder uh if we might end up seeing two subscription or two different funding models. Mm-hmm. Um I wonder if we might see Squadron 42 being a traditional brick and mortar sort of pla- uh, or cardboard box style. I mean, 21st century, you know, digital download, but instead like a flat fee purchase one time game thing where each chapter you're buying a thing um, and that thing is a set chunk of content. 
Um, and then maybe a subscription model that's Star Citizen, or or maybe a uh, uh, a a cash shop system, you know, or a, like some sort of amalgam of of similar models. Um, but I because I, I think there's a strong chance that considering that they split Squadron Forty Two and Star Citizen into separate packages some some time mm-hmm. ago, that we may actually mm-hmm. see separate purchasing plans for both. That Squadron well, we Forty Two. And Squadron Forty Two might even end up becoming the driving force for uh, um, revenue for Star Citizen. That that could be someone yeah. you know. The the next hit chapter of Stars of Squadron Forty Two comes out. There's a giant explosion in earnings as people snap up copies, and that fuels development for Star Citizen for a couple of years. Oh, so as it used to be that bands would release albums and tour to support the album, now they release albums in order to support the tour because that's where they make their money. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly. No, I, I, I think I think, I think no. You make a, well. What, you, what you're suggesting is mutually supportive revenue systems. That they right, but, they what, work but to what you're, I think what you're suggesting is is that. Is that if we're going with the current paradigm, um, that uh, Squadron Forty Two would be the um, would be the uh, tour, whereas um, uh, because that's where they're going to make their money, and Star Citizen would be the um, album. The album. Um, I, I, I think it's work probably anymore. yeah. I, I mean, I get I get your I get your point. Confusing analogies aside. Um, I guess the only con- the only concern with that idea is that sc- using that as a as a as the singular means of payment um, is mm-hmm. not very stable, um, as we saw with um, with Mass Effect. Um, even though the IP is a hit IP, if the if the content isn't fantastic and Andromeda is good, but it's not it, it's not amazing, then mm-hmm. then. You you know you you might end up with less than you hoped for, less than you bargained for. So I mean, if if Squadron Forty Two Chapter One is amazing and it's it does gangbusters for a while and we get a lot of money and that fuels Star Citizen's projecting for a while and then they come out with with uh, Chapter Two and it's a it's a stinker, then that might imperil Star Citizen if it doesn't have its own separate sort of stream of revenue that can help keep it going. Right, right. So you're only going to be the the the, the chances of um, of uh, continued existence for for the PU is only as good as the most recent release of uh, Squadron, Squadron Forty Two, which it could be seen as sort of razor's edge on stable sort of. But you know, you, know, yeah. you mentioned you know a lot of people came here from Wing Commander, and mm-hmm. one of the things that people loved about Wing Commander was the storyline. So we know that Chris can write good stories. Just to make sure mm-hmm. that they are done for this particular series, right, right. Well, that's very interesting, um, and um, I would, I would, I would have to say that your guys, uh, your guys' insights, much more interesting than Mark's. But you know, what are you I can't do? tell if he means the Marks we impersonated or the actual Mark. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. But either way, yeah. I think Mark will be offended Maybe deeply. <laughs> I think it's a win for everyone. Um, so, but anyway, so uh, in the immortal words of Mr. Brad Pitt, what's in the bags? Um, because when I looked at this question, I thought, huh, 
you know what? I know what's in the box. It's a severed head. No one likes a severed head. So I thought I would kind of try to think outside the box on this one here. Well, Kathy, a little bit. Kathy Griffith does. <laughs> Sorry, you, you set that one up. I had to, I had to take that one. Sorry. I, I know it was just hanging out there over the plate. Um, so I thought, and I'm, I'm thinking back to all the games I played, and I think about ways that I spent money on these games and ways that I thought that um, these types of um, uh, cash flow dynamics might serve uh, the Star Citizen universe, greater universe, um, and um, I thought of Second Life, at least as I remember it. I haven't, I haven't played it in years and years and years. It's still there. I did go out and check it and see that it is still there. And uh, I do still have active account. An active account checking on a family with... friend. You're still alive, right? Yep. Okay. Okay, we're good. Exactly. I heard you were dead. Um, and uh, so they had, um, it was free to play. Um, and you, but, and you, you purchased uh, currency but the reason that you went there wasn't for a particular thing. It was a virtual community, and you would, um, on the uh, on the uh, the show that we just recorded, which will be heard next week. Uh, Mark and I were talking about it in the context of Facebook. How it's interesting, sort of like Facebook, in that you would go to Second Life and you would join a community, become part of a community, because you had the common interest of, of virtual, at the time, you know, it was pretty, it was pretty exciting and different, you know, the, the virtual worlds and what have you. Um, whereas Flying it's sort of... penises. Wait, yes. Um, make note of that if, if you want to. Edit. Um, um, <laughs> whereas I'm not anything in this show. <laughs> in... In on Facebook, you I think people tend more to um, go in um, and find people that they know in other communities. You know, so you find people, you know, family members that are perhaps on the other side of the country. It's an easy way for you to have a, um, a convenient communication with them to share pictures, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the point being is that it's creating a, because uh, you don't pay for Facebook, right? So it's creating an environment where people are drawn in and that the money gets made off of the skim. They get to skim money, whether it be advertising, whether it be, um, uh, well, let me, let me move on a little bit. But that's just the idea is that, that it's going to be that perhaps we have a possibility for something where we create a destination that people go to and then the ways that you monetize that don't necessarily have to fall into paradigms which have existed to this point. Yeah. So now, and what got me thinking about all of this was uh, the render to texture procedure, which they demoed in the ATV a few weeks ago. And it got my um, got me to thinking about uh, about television in game and about the ability to broadcast in game. So that's great if you can broadcast gameplay. You know, there's there's possibilities for us. You know, we can we can actually have a virtual virtual hangar with pictures. Um, I, don't, I don't know what. So I'm just, many... I'm just going to put this out there. Two things. Um, the first thing is um, we are at 50 minutes, and I actually watched both around the verses this week, and we're not going to get to talk about either of them. I have notes. And we're not going oh, to talk about either of them. This is very disheartening. And He's then the second thing, and then the second thing is one thing to consider about this that we haven't talked about since we're basically our whole show is dedicated to this. Um, mm-hmm. There are technologies that are being developed to build Star Citizen that I'm sure Chris is going to be able to license. 
Okay, he so may, there, I'm, get, I'm getting to that. Was, I'm getting to yeah, that. I was going to say, he may, we, we, this game could always be free to play, and he may have not a care in the world because he's making millions off of the, the what he's written to create Star Citizen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, so picking back up with the render to texture bit. So, if you have the ability to show, essentially, video content in the game. Now, on a previous show, Mark and I had briefly touched upon the idea of of the Expanse. Uh, you know, we're both you know we're both uh, teenage girls for the Expanse, um, and uh, the uh, the possibility of an Expanse expansion in Star Citizen. Uh, so. Um, what about if you had a, um, uh, like you have now with Netflix or Amazon Prime, you had the ability in the Star Citizen universe to release, and if we incorporate into this uh, spectrum uh, and uh, some of the, uh, the, the different technologies that, uh, that the folks over there at Turbulent are working on, what if you had the, the ability to release a Squadron 42 themed space serial or, or show uh, in the Star Citizen universe, which people could either experience through the game client or through the website via Spectrum. Um, that would be bringing more people into this universe, and the ways to monetize their presence um, are, are myriad and, um, um, and, as you were saying, developing. Um, uh, and so, and then back to Squadron Forty Two. We have a sim pod in um, in the uh, Star Citizen client. What if you were able to release additional content through the sim pod, be it um, uh, further installments of Squadron Forty Two, or whether it is um, uh, it could be like a, a point to click adventure. Uh, you know, uh, along the lines of Mist or something like that, but you know, with a, a it's more of a space theme. Or there too, you could uh, create um, uh, uh, entertainment content that people uh, wouldn't necessarily need to have a high-end gaming rig for. They would just need to have something that was suitable for whatever technology it is that happens over the next couple of years uh, with VR and AR and whatever it is that comes next after that. Because um, you know with all the money that they're putting into this, uh, to the, you know, Facebook owning, owning uh, Oculus and uh, with Microsoft putting all the money that they are into AR, they're not doing this because they think it's cool. They're doing this because they think they can bring in um, a more um, general Consumer, uh, a a more typical consumer, um, uh, a uh, you know customers, you know not like like us guys, you know. I mean, they know they know they got us, you know, hook line sinker. Like ah, it's technology, it's video games. I gotta have that. Um, but you know, what if they can get Mrs. Gleep in there and she can um, she can watch a TV show she likes in there in VR? You know, she doesn't have to be able to play video games. She thinks video games are dumb. She doesn't have to like video games. What if um, what if you can uh, uh, create um, um, uh, content that uh, allows people to purchase things in game um, uh, that uh, uh, they wouldn't uh, they wouldn't need um, you know a fancy computer for? Um, just you know, these are all ideas for ways that you can create a destination, turn the Star Citizen universe into a destination, and then market that um, uh, that attractiveness in different ways, be it through advertising or through um, um, uh, you know. 
kiosks for um, uh, for certain kinds of entertainment, you know, like uh, like Netflix is, like Amazon Prime is, um, stuff like that. So um, anyway, I, I think that it, it's it's an interesting thing to take a look at that. Um, We've been thinking about this, or and I think, and it makes sense, of course, because we've been we've been playing these games for a very long time. Um, some of us longer than others, uh, but and so we we kind of yeah, I know how this works. I see a game I want, so I give you money. You give me the game. But you know, think of the ways that things have changed with with Amazon or with Netflix. Um, you know, I mean, it used to be that you had we had video stores. Video stores don't don't exist anymore for the most part. You know, we we stream stuff off of the internet. So as these as these ways that we consume entertainment change, maybe you know it's possible for for guys with big brains like like Chris um, and you know Jeff Bezos and and because we know that that we uh, Star Citizen uh, um, uh, now you know has a relationship with Amazon now. I, I wonder if that means that Chris gets his Whole Foods at a discount now. You think? Sure. <laughs> I think that um, that it could be a very interesting uh, time, and uh, we don't know. I, I don't think. I think that anything that we think for sure would work may ne- may may, but it may not necessarily be what ends up eventually happening. So anyway, that's that's just what my out of the box thought process on the thing is. So um, any reaction to that, guys? Are you with me? Mark, had, did you guys leave with Mark? Did Mark give you a ride here? Did you have to ride home with Mark? No, I'm still here. Still here. Yay, awkward silence! <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> well, we did have Around the Verses this week, Jimmy. Ugh. Yeah, and we've got, what, all of three minutes to talk about them? I took notes. I was so I was so excited. I was like, you know what? I am going to show up a hundred percent prepared. I'm going to read through the the, the show notes. I'm going to uh, take notes on both around the verses, and we have three minutes. And by the time I finish ranting, we'll have a minute and a half. And now you know why I don't take notes ahead of time. Oh please, don't even get us started on that, Ace. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, can I since give us. Give, it, I was give say, us your since, high point. For... Since we've got like three minutes, can I just tear through all of my notes? Sure. All right. Around the verse uh, 6.8. Um, I thought it was really interesting to get a good look at the uh, the way that the control panels are going to function in the ships. Um, you know, being able to, mm-hmm. for example, click a button to uh, request permission to land. Um, I thought the takedown animations for PvP were A++. Um, the NPC tracking, uh, as far as when they're walking through corridors and whatnot, smoothing that out, I thought was really cool. Um, the uh, space uh, facelift, that they're, they're adding more space dust and that the asteroids are now um, moving. I thought all of that is much needed. I'm really excited to see that. Um, illegal drug lab that may or may not be on one of the moons. I am super Uh-oh. excited about that. Um Shipwrecks uh, across all of the moons looked stunning, um, and the fact that they are really taking time to make them look aged and sunk into the planet I thought was beautiful. Uh, the Moby Glass updates continue to look fantastic. Uh, and then as far as Item System 2.0, um, I thought it was really interesting the, uh, the fact that they've had to reanimate 
uh, a lot of or a fair number of things that they have done previously to cut up the animations to work better in the new uh, the new item system. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. Uh, I from now on, I am calling all of the ships uh, special snowflakes and cupcakes, which I think is code for I really hate this ship, <laughs> uh, or or I really hate how hard it has been to get this ship where it needs to be. I'm sure. Ah. Um, moving on to the next ATV, um, the Austin update. Uh, nav beacons. Uh, the, basically, nav beacons are waypoints uh, for player player created waypoints. I thought this was super cool. Um, it gave a little tiny insight into what you can potentially do with the Herald because you're, they were saying that you'll be able to hack these beacons, um, potentially sell them to pirates, uh, destroy them. Uh, you know, you're able to, with this beacon, uh, if you have a group, you're able to send that beacon to the group so they can all see where you are um, mm-hmm. or where you need to be. This will work both um, planet side and in space. I thought that was really cool. Um Let's, now, which ATV was that? Uh, the uh, most recent one. What was it? Uh, the uh, 16th, 15th? Uh, I thought that was the serialized variables one. I think the Beacons one was back prior to... Oh, I, I could be mistaken. I'm sorry. You're, you're breaking my stride, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. 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 I'm running and I won't be held down. Oh, no. I got to keep on moving. Anyway... <laughs> um, I uh, thought it was adorable uh, Steve Bender running around like a crazy person quote unquote uh, to get additional FPS animations um, I know Steve I like Steve he's a delightful human being so I find it um, not shocking at all that he was quote unquote running around like a crazy person uh, so they could capture some additional FPS animations uh, He's if you ever talk to Steve he's very animated um, and especially Whoa, when yeah. you're talking about uh, first person shooting so uh, I think that's really cool and I'm really looking forward to seeing a little bit of Steve Steve in all of our animations for SP, uh, FPS. Um, let's see what else uh, that I thought was interesting. Uh, turbulence updates. Uh, I think it's really. I'm really curious as to see what the overall site changes will be. Um, more streamlined, more immersive. Uh, the user guide. Um, I'm also really excited to see uh, in 3.0 the player hints, which I think we're all going to need because the game is going to be completely different when 3.0 rolls out. Um, the mini profile, I'm bouncing back and forth here a little bit, but the mini profiles on the uh, websites and how they relate to uh, orgs and the fact that you'll be able to do additional uh, role assignment with your org, orgs through the mini profiles. thought all of that stuff was really cool as well. Uh, so, yeah, um, in short, uh, go check out the last two uh, Around the Verses. Lots of good stuff. Ace? I got nothing. Because he didn't watch them. I watched them. No, mostly, I, I did watch some, but I just wanted to hear that impressive rant because that was amazing. Celebrate me, Glebe. Celebrate see? me. See? Consider yourself celebrated. Yay! He likes me. <laughs> he really likes me. Ew, that was squeaky. It was. Okay! Anything else, guys? No, nope. I think we're good. All right. Well, I think Mark will be highly entertained. And uh, after all, that that is really pretty much the only reason that we're here. So, um, To entertain Mark, yes, I agree. Yeah. So that having been done, please do go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. 
Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc, where you can find rebroadcasts of our shows happening throughout the week. Go to INN and learn things. It can be found at imperialnews.network. You can reach the show, the podcast, that's us. Our email is comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Do be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. To join our org, go to robertsspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. Do the spectrum. It is robertsspaceindustries.com slash spectrum slash community slash versecast. On Steam, we are those guys for ships. And do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website. It is versecast.org. Stop busting my balls. I'm out of tea. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Jimmy? My name is Jimmy. All I can be found most chatty over at Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Um, you can also check out my show, Quantum Drive. It's a mix of music and Star Citizen lore. Uh, every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST, over on the base. And uh, you can uh, email me um, through uh, the contact information. That's all noted in the show notes. Ace? I'm Ace Azamine. Just once, I'd like to hear those those sweet words again, but I just feel like it's never going to happen. Um, you can find all my information in the show notes. Uh, I am generally most chatty in the Star Citizen, or I'm not even the Star Citizen channel these days. Let's see here. What do we have in uh, Discord? Gleep's Greasy Gymnasium Apple Ace's Apple Agency? One of those. I'm in one of these strange and unusual... Uh, denizens. Uh, as a matter of fact, Earth's I believe I feel like denizens. should point out that uh, deep within uh, Turd's Twinkie Tavern, there exists an ooze. The the uh, uh, creature yeah. of the day is the black pudding. It's a large ooze, um, uh, armored class of seven. It's got a corrosive form, very nasty sort of thing. Uh, spider climbs, you know. Watch those ceilings. Uh, watch out for them. They're uh, they're pretty nasty. Uh, resistance to, to bludgeoning. Uh, let's see here. Damage, excuse me. Acid, cold, lightning, and slashing. Uh, challenge rating of uh, four. So, you know, good first start. Not quite a gelatinous cube, but getting there. So, uh, there you go. Black pudding deep within Turge Twinkie Tavern. Watch out for it. Okay. Uh, Mark? Uh, this is Mad Cow. Uh, I am going to be starting a website. It is www.deepinsideturdstwinkietavern.org. Feel free to uh, to email me there. Uh, all of your uh, pudding uh, fetishes. Mark? I don't know what to say after that. <laughs> I, I think we're. I think yeah. I don't think that you can really come back from deep inside Turd's Twinkie Tavern. No, not really. Until next time, then we are those guys with ships, and this has been the Verse Cast. See you guys. Bye. Wow, that was quite a show. This is. I'm gonna say it again because I'm gonna try to remember the show. Deep inside turrets. Twinkie. Ba-da-ba-da, bum-ba-da-ba-da, bum-ba-da-ba-da.